The Weekly Dish podcast is brought to you by Lakewinds Co-op in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, and Richfield with delivery from Instacart. There's no membership required to shop at Lakewinds. All are welcome. Check out lakewinds.com, and if you can't make it to a Lakewinds, please visit your local food co-op in the neighborhood near you. Hello, dishers. I have an easy recipe for you. Head to your favorite Lakewinds co-op, pick up a jar of the delicious locally made You Betcha Kimchi, a few cups of chicken broth, and a pork shoulder from Elgin Family Farms. Fire up the slow cooker and dump in all these ingredients. It's a crocktastic, easy dish to serve over rice for a rice bowl or stuffed into a tortilla for a new take on tacos. I even eat this for breakfast. It's so delicious. All this local goodness starts by just shopping at Lakewinds Co-op. The team at Lakewinds creates amazing recipes with high-quality, good-for-you ingredients, and they work with local organic farmers and Minnesota makers to get the best high-quality food into your body, my body. It starts with eating real food, right? And Lakewinds makes it super easy because everything in the store is vetted to be healthy, wholesome, and good for you and your body and your family. So you don't have to think too hard about it. No membership is required. Everyone's welcome to shop at the co-op. So find Lakewinds in Minnetonka, Chanhassen, or Richfield, or you can get delivery from Instacart. You can also find the more information at lakewinds.com. I'm on with Chips and we ride up on eat on I'm Stephanie Hansen. Good morning, guys. I'm Stephanie March. Oh, it is so happy to be behind this microphone. I've had a little time off. You had one week off. <laughs> but it seemed like two because we were at Max's. Oh, that's true. So it's been a couple weeks since I've been since in the studio. Since you've been in the studio. Yeah, okay. I have to write that's out true. my timesheet. And I was writing out my timesheet from like February 2nd. Yeah. Like, oh, it's been a while since that's I've been funny. in here. Mm-hmm. Oh, last weekend was an epic snowmobile weekend, Stephanie. Yeah, you guys were up north and you were tooling around. We were. And we went to this Jack and Jill's happy hour at this local store called Paragus. Yeah. And they had like a little bluegrass band and we're shopping around and we went and had lunch and took the snowmobiles into town. And at this point, I'm wearing a vintage snowmobile suit that the entire crotch has kind of ripped out oh. and I didn't have any tape or anything. So I just had to wear it because that was the only like snow outfit I had. Yeah. And I've got my ear flap hat on. And I mean, I'm looking fierce. Yeah. Right. <laughs> and I'm standing in the store and this woman is like, hi, Stephanie. Like, hi. She's like, I am such a huge fan of the weekly dish. I listen every weekend and my husband and I are big cooks and we just, they had come up to the Ely area to go dog sledding. So she was telling me all about dog sledding. And so she wanted me to say hi to the other Stephanie it's just, it's so funny. I love that yeah. people are just like, hi. Yeah. And I'm in this You're weirdly the most random yeah. place yeah. in my ripped out yeah. vintage snowmobile suit. 100%. And there she was. There she was. It was cute. Oh my gosh. That was good. So it was good weather and it was good trails and all the rest. Yeah. It's really nice up in the Northwoods. And there's a restaurant up there that is so sweet in Ely called Insula. Mm-hmm. And they just do such a great job. They have a Northern Pike sandwich. Like you never see that on a menu. They have um, smelt fries, which yeah. you see those a few places. They do really great sweet potatoes, fries, and we cooked. So that was fun. Um, yeah, we just had a good time. It was really pretty and lovely and had the dog and it was all good. Good. So yeah. you just had a nice little weekend. I did. It That's was very nice. nice. 
Good. Well, uh, it's been, I just said, it's been a crazy week. I know. I'm looking, sitting across from you, looking at you, and you have like crinkle cut hair. It's crinkle cut. It's not. What do they call that? It's called crimping. Crimping. Crinkle cut crimping. Yes. I'm on day three of this crimped hair, which is, this is the last day. It's pretty cool, though. It's, here's the deal. Why won't we bring crimped hair back? I think we kind of should because, although, here's why. Yeah, here's why. Because as I'm listening to, Another radio station this morning on the drive-in listening to Teenage Kicks. Yeah. And they're talking about how, like, oh, David Byrne is 71 and having a birthday. And so-and-so 62 and having a birthday. And they're playing, like, all the songs of my, like, high school 80s jams. Yeah. Of, like, uh, OMD and Psychedelic Furs. And you realize all these people are, like, in their 60s and 70s now. Yeah. And we're listening to this music like it's brand new. And that's why we can't have crinkle hair. That doesn't that make any sense. That goes in that era. It doesn't matter. And we're matter. not supposed to do it twice. Yeah. Well, why are chokers back? Thank don't you. Wear chokers you have nothing if to you're say. a woman of a certain age. No, it just, I don't, and I don't agree with that. I think like you can bring fun things back. I'm do not you, saying you are should you gonna like. Are you going to rewear something that you wore at like 16? I'm not wearing my perfect, I'm not wearing the thing that I wore, but I would wear like, if I got like a cool rainbow sweater, like the kind, remember that we used to wear that would go all the way across? Yes. I would wear that. That is like fun. I, I might wear an cute. Argyle vest. Okay, you can make that choice. Um, but what I'm saying is, so the, so to kind of tie it back around, was uh, I was wearing a outfit for the Planned Parenthood fashion show, and Bradley Trainer and Jamie were in it as well, and Allie Kaplan from Shop Girls too. So we were all there, and we were doing um, this condom couture, which is, you know, they take, you know, Joy Noel took a bunch of outfits and, and kind of upcycled some thrift things and then, you know, turned things into cool fashion that also had condoms in them. And that was like where we sit down at the uh, hair station, and the woman's like, she's like, well, what do you want? Because they were like, just do whatever you want, whatever makes you feel comfortable. And so I was like, well, I'm going to be draped in condoms. So I think anything kind of crazy big and spectacular fits the bill here like and i have a lot of hair so i was like give me the biggest hair that you possibly can like the higher the hair the closer to god let's just do this and so she was like okay well and then she started she's like we'll just back comb it we'll curl it and she said i wish i had my crimper and then i was like oh that's too bad you know we, we didn't have one there and and then and then i had to go up and do like a practice running and then come back to finish and she walks up to me and she goes oh my god uh, the girl next to me had a crimper so then I sat in that chair for the next hour while she crimped every piece of my hair, like a whole head of hair that yeah. was crimped. And it was just like, it was, so, it's so thick and it's so full because it had already been backcombed all the sure. So basically I have what's, what feels like a little bit like a, like a fro, you know? <laughs> and at this point, day three, it's really, really not my hair. I feel like I, like I'm doing the hair's bidding. The hair is in charge and I'm just out here making things happen. It's cute for the hair. Yeah. So, but I would say, I will say, I cannot tell you how many people. So I had it on that. What was that? Thursday night. Then I didn't have time to, I wasn't going to try to wash it out. Cause it's going to take a long time to actually wash it out. Yeah. And calm. Right. So then Friday I went through my day. I went on TV with it. I went on, I judged a contest in it. I went to a dinner in it and I can't tell you how many people in the skyway stopped and said, Oh my God. Are you bringing crimping back or something to that thing? Like, yeah. is crimping back? And I'm like, no, it's not. So funny. But it was great. It's kind of one of those little flashback things. But it was a good con- It was a good show. Everybody had a good, you know, it was for a good cause. It was a very body positive fashion show. So I felt really good. It was fun. 
I really appreciate that you did that. Yeah, no, it was really nice. It was really good. And then last night, the thing that was okay, sort you of... guys, yeah, we have had, in the last 24 hours, both of us have had some epic dinner party situations. And I've had, like, even beyond this, there's, like, three other things that I can't even tell you that I did, too. Like, this has been, like, this nonstop weird things. Oh, but fun. But, yeah, so, you know, dinner party last night, I was at the Sitka Salmon, you know, who they've been on the show. Richie's been on mm-hmm. the show. Richie Mann. Um, and he had uh, Chef Eric Carsey, you know, one of our favorites from Willard's, he was cooking up a whole bunch of fish from the Sitka shares and to just a bunch of people at uh, the dinner at Bodega. And it was just, it was pretty great. It was pretty great because there's the thing about fish too is like it, you know, it wasn't everyone kind of thought they were in for just salmon. And because we've had the fish before, I was like, no, no, we're going to get cod. Yeah. We're going to get halibut. We're going to see some really good things. And it was just beautifully done. It was just really, really like small bits, but like in that perfect pacing with wine pairings. And it was just one of those nights that, and it was just a nice mix of humans who some people I knew and some people I had never met before, which I love, you know, and then we were all kind of mixed on this big, long table. And I'm sad I didn't get to talk to some people at one end, but nonetheless, it was just that. You said it was like 30 people. It was like 30 people. That's, I know. Along in this drama, I bought a house and then I didn't buy a house and now I'm still thinking about the house that I bought that I didn't buy. And the thing about it that was so amazing was it has a, it had a giant capacity for entertaining. And so I've really That's what that house looked like it was made for. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why we thought you would be buying a house that has four bedrooms at this point in your life when you don't have people to fill those bedrooms. It was just entertaining and... But the, like the idea of having a dinner party for thirty really appeals to me. Does it? Mm-hmm. Well, let me just make sure that you understand that it wasn't just like one guy cooking. I mean, they had people <laughs> helping. You would be the helper, and lots of I'd people. I'd have you come and help. Hmm. Can I be the person sitting? No, <laughs> because that's I'd be more like, fun. You need to make the old fashioned. So now you're telling me you're having you're buying a house to make a big dinner party so that I have to work. Yes. Okay. And then I'll have a bedroom for you to spend the night. I see. Because I know that's so. High I'm an on your indentured servant, is what you're saying. <laughs> I see where this is going. I don't know how. I might be busy. All right. So (laughs) we have a great show coming up today. We're going to hear a little bit more about um, Stephanie's dinner party. I had a dinner party, too, that I want to tell you about. Because when a meeting planner throws a party for themselves. Yeah. Holy buckets. Really? So I'm going to tell you what we did there. We're going to talk about uh, this month is National Potato Lovers Month. So we're going to talk to our friend Raghavan. He's got a potato cookbook. And it's restaurant week, and I've got some just dribs and drabs, which I haven't done for a while. I had to, like, do you know I have a dribs and drabs open that I forgot about? Oh, you! I remembered about okay, it. Okay, so mm-hmm. we've got a great show coming up for you today. You're listening to The Weekly Dish. I'm Stephanie Hansen with Stephanie March, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Here we are. Doing I thought live you were going to start, and then I would say the thing. <laughs> no, Hope, we're going to do dribs and drabs in a minute, but not quite this second, so I hang just- tight. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're show meeting on the air, as Jason Sorry. says. Right, we're doing that thing. Well, anyway, I want to explain that on the Facebook page, we're gonna I'm gonna put up a question because we are gonna talk about potatoes later with Ragavan. Yes, but then last night, funny enough, at my dinner party, we had this whole discussion that took the table probably 30 minutes of talk, and it was talking about potato power ranking. Basically, John Garland from the Growler, I have to give him the hat tip for this. He was like, okay, this he goes, this kind of obsessed us too. He's like, what's your power ranking with potatoes? Like, what are the forms of potato in the best to the worst power ranking? Do you understand what I'm saying with that? No. Is it like, would you put chips over fries? Is mashed potatoes number one? Is Hasselbeck, does that even factor? You know, Dauphinois, au gratin. 
Uh, hash browns. Hash browns was a big thing. And then was it hash or hash browns? Was it home fries? Or American fries. Or American fries. And then and then we got into this whole thing of fries as a subcategory. Sweet potato fries. And then that was like... Salt and vinegar fries. Right. But then like, but it's more about what kind of... Like, are you talking crinkle cut? Are you talking waffle? Are you talking shoestring? I can't string? even look at your you hair thick? without thinking crinkle cut. Clearly, so there's which that. Which is actually my favorite. St. Dinette has delicious crinkle cut well, fries. there's plenty. But I mean, is it better than... Like, and literally this girl next to us went into this whole... who You know, went into this whole thing This about is what food people do when they're fries. at a dinner party yeah. for 30 people. Shoestring fries were like her nemesis. And it was like this entire 10 minutes on how shoestring fries were her nemesis. And but girl, if they're good... Like Insula makes shoestring fries, and they are fantastic. I think they're trash. I'm with her on this. Oh, I love nope. them. I'm I'm just gonna take that that stance because it's not a good enough path. It's just all crunch and nothing else. I'm not there for that. Well, but that's because I like a soft fry because I am the crinkle cut girl that wants a little squish in there. You want the doughy inside. Well, not doughy because it's not made of dough, but, but like it's potato soft. doughy. It's just potato. You know what I'm saying when I say just doughy? Saying, just saying. This is what happens when she crinkle cuts her hair. Right. That's apparently it. So that's only it. So I'm going to put that up on the Facebook. I want you guys to weigh in because we do have Raghavan coming on later, who is, you know, the and we're celebrating potato month. Yeah. So this is our top three forms of potato in order of their superiority. That's what a that's what a power ranking is. So I'm going to put that up and I want you guys to go weigh in. Our, I feel like a story could be coming out of this. I, I don't know. I don't actually. I think this is more Maybe of a talky thing. Okay. This is more of a talky thing than I think it is. Of the good pictures you could get, though. Yeah. All right. I just want to tell you quickly about this dinner party I went to last night because it was super fun. So this friend of mine, she's a meeting planner, meeting muse. If you're looking for meeting and event planning, she's amazing. And it was her 50th birthday party. So we go to her place and she's got one of these houses that is sort of like Elizabeth Reese's where everything is perfect. Everything is laid out exactly like there isn't a knickknack that's on a table that doesn't have some significance or fit perfectly on a perfect tray. And it's not new stuff. It's like old antiques, all of it mixed in. Like, she's got the period wallpaper in the perfect place in the perfect part of her house. She has one room that is, like, turquoise and bright yellow, and she ordered a bunch of vintage National Geographics that are in a bookcase to give that whole swash of yellow. Like, that's her house, okay? So we get it, we go, we get in, and right away I look, and there's this, like, lady set up in a corner who's doing art. She is doing portraits of the guests. Okay, it's an interactive dinner experience. Yeah. The uh, her Instagram is daughters and sons. She was amazing. So they're like, sit down. You can sit here for fifteen minutes with your drink, and she's going to do your portrait. I'm like, who does that at a dinner party? And it was painting and not drawing or drawing. Painting. It was painting. So I sit down, and this super cute gal. I can't remember her name. I think it was Lisa, with her like fur hat and her vintage clothes. She was all dressed in all mustard color, which I always love. Literally, like, did a portrait of me. And then I stand up, and they had looked up a picture of Kurt, because Kurt couldn't join me. And so they painted me and Kurt, even though he wasn't there, because he was invited to the dinner party but couldn't make it. Yeah. So then uh, another couple comes in, and 15 minutes later, so throughout the night, she does, like, these portraits of all the couples. I'll show you. They're on my Instagram story and on my Instagram. They're incredible. So that was really cool. Then all of a sudden the back door opens and I see this woman with her catering stuff. I'm like, oh, they got it catered. That's cool. It's Yia. 
we did a Kamayan feast. Oh. And he lays out all the banana leaves and he starts laying out the fish and the chicken and the pork and the meat and the noodles and the jeweled rice. And my friends don't really know because they don't know what this is. I'm like, oh, my God, we're getting a feast. Yeah. So we sat. I still have kind of yellow fingernails from the turmeric that was the, in yeah. the oh. noodles. Yeah. We all had yellow fingers. So we got this portrait. We had this experiential dinner where we ate with our hands. Yeah. Then we played this game that you, she asked us each to bring $5, three $5 bills for each person. Okay. And we played this game called 99 that was like a card game that was kind of like Uno, but there was money involved and we got all the way to the end and the person got the pot of money. So someone walked out with a hundred bucks. Yeah. It was just super fun. And I was like this, and you were at your fun dinner party. I was at my fun dinner party. I'm like, again, this is dinner parties are the best. I know. So fun. And just... She just made it so great, and I have this picture now as a memento of her birthday, which was super fun. Here is my picture of me and Kurt. It's kind of like a Picasso <laughs> portrait. It's just, it was super cool. That's awesome. Yeah, so I love dinner parties. Have more dinner parties, people. Have more dinner parties. That's the end of the story. Yes. Okay, okay. and now I'm just going to tell you about some dribs and drips. Maybe. <laughs> We've been working so hard. Oh, darn it. This new board. It's not working. I'm going to tell you about the dribs and drabs anyway. Right. We had music created for dribs and drabs. And I was so excited about it because I haven't played it for a long time. But dribs and drabs are just when I like have random food things I want to talk about. And they're not a full segment, but I want to get Stephanie's take on it. So okay. we're just going to launch right in. Let's just do it. Um. Okay. Have you heard about the quarter pounder with cheese candles? Yes. <laughs> Of course you have. Of course. I, okay. Yeah, so this news. is, <laughs> these are McDonald. Okay. This is a publicity stunt and I got to say it worked for me because I can't stop thinking about quarter pounders. There's six candles that all are the elements that make up a quarter pounder with cheese. Yeah. And each candle smells like that thing. Yeah. And so when all six are burned together, you supposedly get this experience of the quarter pounder with cheese, which is brilliant. Yeah. And they kind of went through and burned like the cheese candle, the onion candle, the sesame seed bun candle, the ketchup candle, the pickle candle, the beef candle was the one that I was just like, wow, beef. Because when I was pregnant with Ellie and we went through Nebraska and we went by a meatpacking plant, the smell of that I, I've never been feeling so like morning sickness in my life other than smelling beef. Okay, but like, like we, I mean, we do know that like a slaughterhouse is not the same as smelling a burger cooking. Yes, <laughs> but they said if you put all six of these candles together that it smelled like the quarter pounder with cheese. So I thought that was just a brilliant marketing gimmick. So would you, are you saying you'd buy it? No, but I wish someone else would so I could smell them. Yeah. Because I think it was really brilliant. I think the candle thing is weird. People are going in on these weird scented candle things. Yeah, because we have like the, the vagina Gwini. candle. Yep, from, from the Gwini. That was um, weird. Okay, so then the other night I did something else that was really cool. And actually I had some cheese to bring you and I forgot it. Um, I went to Pizzeria Lola. Yeah. And there was a cheese dinner that Elizabeth Faulkner, who's the lady with the white spiky hair, who's on the Iron Chef. She's a chef herself. She's She's on a Food Network a lot. She was there and hosting it. And she had used this Emmenthaler cheese, which is like a Swiss cheese. Yeah. To make a pizza. And that's not a cheese you really see on pizza very often. I have a few like she made this pizza stuff that was cauliflower. Yeah. And it had apricot chutney and Swiss cheese. 
Okay. It was so good. Yeah. Wait, was it a cauliflower crust or no, was it there was cauliflower, cauliflower on, there. on the okay. pizza? Like a cauliflower curry and then like the sweetness of the apricot chutney. Like I'd never thought to put anything sweet on a pizza. Yeah. And I'm not like the pineapple pizza person. Nope. But that's but, different. Yeah. I mean, I when you're putting pineapple on like a tomato cheese regular pizza, that's one thing. But when you're creating something that has a whole different profile, I would say apricots would work. It was you know fantastic. I mean? Did it have a sauce on it or was it? No, no, not no. really. Like the sauce was kind of like a curry, tomatoey. Okay. But not super tomatoey. Right. It was just super good. Yeah. Really well, good. She's legit. Yeah, she really was. And she was very nice. Oh, that's good. Did she come around and talk to everybody? She did. Yeah, she was super nice. Oh, good. Um, I had done some podcasting with the Women's Chef Conference when it was in town, and I would podcasted with her. So she remembered me, which I thought was really nice. Yeah. Anyway, it was great. Um, so that was that. Good. Then I went to just more dribs and drabs. Went to um, the new Sarah's Tipsy Pies in Stillwater. And they've been there since fall and it's just this beautiful coffee shop and you can buy her pies and she has savory pies stephanie oh very nice yeah there's like a macaroni and cheese beef pie there is a reuben pie there's some great pies there so sarah's tipsy pies and still water check it out very and my good. dribs and drabs are over well we can have more dribs and drabs later yeah, in the I'm show gonna we're gonna things, wrap so. up some stuff later so we're gonna talk about restaurant week in a few minutes so all that's right the good stuff let's do it we'll be back you're listening to the weekly dish excited about restaurant week i'm telling you we are just so in tune today you and i are 100 lockstep i love it um yeah restaurant week starts on sunday and uh of course this is the february version of restaurant week which means that it's kind of one of those things i think that it's it's nice to get out of the rut if you think about february and how we are kind of like all stuck in the space that we are you know yes like in terms of you know you're sitting on your couch a lot you're kind of maybe getting the same i don't know i've been doing a lot of besides the braises let's be honest you know mm-hmm. just i feel like i've just been like comfort cooking like crazy and that's okay too and that's wonderful but i just kind of want to get out i'm of still it. trying to eat out the freezer I've gotten yeah, how's to, that going? I, I've I've stayed with it. I've stuck with it. Even when we went up to the cabin, I brought freezer food. Wow. Like meats. Well, and that makes sense. I've only bought produce. Travels well. Yeah. Okay. And I'm... But I you've literally gone out have, a lot too. So yeah. you probably haven't put too much of a dent. I have one shelf almost clear. Oh. One. Well, you did load it up. To be fair, it's not like you're actually trying to clear it out. Stephanie, it's just going to be through the end of March. You loaded it up before you started. Before we even can see a shelf. Yep. (laughs) So I don't even think like clearing out a shelf is, you know what I mean? Like that wasn't the goal. No. So I I don't know what the goal was. But but I'm glad you're still at it. Yep. That you haven't totally given up. Nope. Uh, But that doesn't mean you still can't go out for restaurant week. No, we have gone out to dinner. You have gone out to dinner, Mm -hmm. I was going to say. And that's kind of a good thing. Um, so just letting you guys know, just so some of you who don't know what restaurant week is basically from Sunday through next Friday, uh, it's, uh, it's a deal where we have, there's over 60 restaurants in the twin cities who are offering special course menus. So there's lunches and dinners. And I have to tell you, there are more lunches than I've ever seen. Yeah. And this is crazy because I think there's been times where it's like, there's nobody doing lunch and all of a sudden everybody's, I don't know, there's just a lot of lunches and these are 10 to $25 lunches or they're 15 to $35 dinners. And it's a guaranteed three course dinner, two courses of lunch. So there's a lot of deals out there that are kind of crazy that in my mind, it's a great opportunity to kind of get out and see things and try places that you haven't without breaking the bank. Mm -hmm. Um, 
one of the ones I wanted to shout out too, especially because when we're talking about comfort things and we want somebody else to feed us some comfort food, Four Bells, our friend Scott Pompu, yeah. they have a $35 dinner that is happening that is a three-courser that can start with Oysters Rockefeller or Caesar salad. Yum. And then your big entree choices are the Southern Fried Chicken and Waffle, which Yum. is kind of fun, chicken yeah, and waffles. Great. Or, and this was on our Facebook chatter, the Postmodern Pot Roast. Oh, I love Pot Roast. Right. And it's the modern yeah, Pot modern Roast, cafe. remember? Yes. And that's kind of the thing of like, and that comes with, you know, uh, mashed potatoes and a couple of braised vegetables, a little horseradish sauce. And that I saw a hunk of that. He brought that on Fox nine the other day. And it was just like, that is good stuff. Hunka, hunka. Like a, like a, like somebody else making you pot roast, which is funny. Cause I make it myself so often that I'd never order it out, but that's like, I would do that for him for that's that. That's the one roast. thing I don't make. You don't make pot roast. No, I'm not good at it. It's like, there's not I know, really a thing to be good at. it doesn't ever taste like it's, my mom's, and so I just don't do it. You, like, sit in the oven for three hours. I'm not good at it. Okay. Don't crock pot it ever, though. Or Maybe, like, is that what you're doing? Are you crocking well, it? Well, and, like, some people, there's tomato in the sauce. Yeah. Like, in in Pyra, I have meatloaf. Yeah, she has tomato in her sauce, oh, in I the braise. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Yeah. Because it's not a conversation for another day. Okay. Another, we will talk more about braising your pot. I'm excited about in bloom because I think there's a lot of people that haven't been here. It's in keg and case. Yes. You start with their grilled lettuce heart, which is delicious. Yes. And then they have their chicken and dumpling pot pie, which is fantastic. A buttermilk drop biscuit and there's wild rice in it. Yes. And then for dessert, you can have sweet potato creme brulee. I mean... Let's Yum. be honest. That's really good. There, that panna cotta too. That coconut milk panna cotta. There is. Oh, you're right. I have had that. There. That's delicious. I know. Wait, did you say you would go with the pot pie? Yeah, yeah, I would. I would too. I was just thinking that, but also that pork chop with the Brussels sprouts and the apple butter. I was thinking about pork chops too because I feel like that is a thing that sometimes get overdone and they're done horribly. And those guys know how to do those. Yes, they really, do really, really well. Um, have you? So you know, the big thing when it happens during Restaurant Week, a lot of people want to go to Fogo. Because, you know, it's like the big beef parade that you're paying. Like, normally you pay 50 bucks or more for the beef parade. And then it's it's uh, it's cheaper, obviously. But the thing with the Restaurant Week stuff is you don't get all of the beefs. But I will tell you that there's a place out in Maple Grove called the Grill Hall Brazilian Steakhouse, which is kind of like the same idea. Mm-hmm. And they have a $35 dinner, and they have unlimited meats of so many different kinds. It's crazy. Okay. And I think it's like one of those things where you go and you get an unlimited appetizer. You get an unlimited salad bar. You get unlimited like sides of fried polenta and mashed potatoes and caramelized grilled pineapple. And then you sit down and you get... Uh, you know, all these meats show up. So if you are definitely in your our old producer, our old producer Kyle loved to go to Fogo, and this would be his jam. Yeah, the picanha prime, which is the part of the top sirloin, so good. Things like that, like the lamb steak. They have chicken legs. They have pork ribs. They have all sorts of stuff coming at you. So I think that that's for thirty five bucks. This is an all you can eat situation of meats. And veg and everything else for 35 bucks. I'm not going to lie. When I ate there, the one time I did, I had the meat sweats for like three days. Yeah. I I went to go do Fogo and then we went to Mamma Mia. Like, <sighs> and it was like, why did we do that, you guys? That I can't even imagine bad. how full you were sitting there watching the show and eating the food. Oh, God. Okay, the Bungalow so, Club. Yeah. Talk about the Bungalow Club. Yeah. The Bungalow that. Club is such a sweet spot over on East Lake Street. And for their $35 menu, you can choose from the... Uh, smoked whitefish croquettes, which are delicious. Yes. They serve them with a little roe on them and then radish. 
And then you have your choice of uh, braised beef meatballs, steelhead trout, which I've had there with the salsa verde. That's delicious. Yes. And then they have additional choices, like they have the smorgasbord, Mm -hmm. which is their handmade charcuterie platter with meats, cheese, pickles, and olives with focaccia and crackers. And they can do it gluten-free if you want. Mm -hmm. So you can add that on for an additional 19 bucks. Or they have the Restaurant Week Family Feast. I love this idea. Not, I think, I wish more restaurants would follow their lead on this. Yeah, it's cool. So for 45 bucks a person, you can't decide what to choose on the menu. The kitchen will just take the reins and bring you four courses and serve them family style. Yeah. That's a great fun night. So instead of saying like, okay, I'll do this, you do this, you you just say, you know what, let's just go and yeah. you, you, the kitchen, you're in control, you do make it happen. I love that idea of just a flat fee and like, I just say cook for me, please. Yeah, just do it. Yeah. You don't have to think. Fun. Um, I just want to call out the Carbonara at Julia. If you haven't been to Julia, which is downtown. It's so, good. so it's a $30 three course dinner that you can get and you can start with like a Brussels Caesar or a black kale. Their bar too, to have a cocktail so is so bright and airy in the middle of February. It feels like you're in. Yeah. Just like a white tropical Palm Springs resort. Yeah, that's the thing is it totally does. There's so much greenery and there's so it's just it's marble it's like and it's just decorating season. What is it? Regency feeling, style? I guess, right? So pretty. But it, they have a carbonara that I love there with the black pepper spaghetti and the it's I mean like that's just crispy speck, you know, that beautiful sort mm-hmm. of bacony thing. But that's a really good one. That's one that I think like people probably haven't been to, maybe. Mm-hmm. And so that one is that's a good hit. Um I wanted to also shout out that uh, I have to find their menu, but um, ah, gosh, what is it? Ruth's Chris, right? Yeah. Okay, so solid steakhouse, right? Always on the on the thing. They are, uh, they are. I think this is one of those things that people take for granted that Ruth's Chris is there. I think going in for thirty five dollars steak dinner, yeah. like you can get a six ounce fillet, a tenderloin, you know, that comes all sizzly hot, and you can get your steakhouse salad, but you could also do the king salmon, which I think is really good, topped with Thai chili butter. Yeah. Um, and they also have a stuffed chicken breast. But I was gonna say, I know that they are that's a they are uh they have a lot of reservations open. So if you're finding places that don't have, you know, you're calling, you're saying we want to come in for restaurant week we're booked up. I know that they they at least let me know that they have some open and they'd love for you guys to go visit them. I would like to recommend for lunch this place called Lake and Irving. Yes. It is like a bistro that they just do such a great job on their food. Yeah. So I would recommend anything they have there. The last time I ate there, I had the most delicious like Asian slawy salad with poke on it. Tuna. It was so Where delicious. Where is it again? Um, Lake and Irving. Lake and Irving, yep, right. In Uptown. Right. Yep, those guys are great. And uh, then Six Smith, you know, our I mean, friend Christy, great. she's like, I have three reservations during restaurant week. They have the best steak. They do. <laughs> and they have the best wedge salad. And that's and my Baltimore, favorite thing. too. They own that as well. So if you haven't had a chance to get to the Rosedale Baltimore yet. Yeah. And they have a, a $20 lunch, you guys, which is like a giant prime rib sandwich that you can get, which oh, I love. That sounds so good. Here's a great one, too. I want, I want to make sure you guys know about The Block, which is in St. Louis Park. And it's this cute little place. And here's the deal. It's dog friendly. You That's can cast and crew, right? Yeah. So you they can, have all their dog friendly spots. Yeah. You can take your dog out. And what they've done there specifically is a great, they have a three season porch and it's like basically, or it's actually a four season like patio. And it's, so it's, you can go in there and you can hang out with your dog. Your dog can hang out on the, on the, on the, you know, the stone floor. They have bowls of water. You can order your dog some mutt loaf while you <laughs> tuck into like roasted chicken and, and, you know, they've got burgers. They've got all sorts of good stuff there. That's just so cute. Isn't that the loaf. cutest idea? Yeah. I know. And they have a $15 lunch. So you can get like buffalo cauliflower or like a pretzel or a wedge salad and then either a burger or some fried chicken. 
I mean, that's $15. That's You can't even get that like at Chipotle after you add guac. Okay, here's another. <laughs> Speaking of Chipotle, that's not Chipotle. Nico's Tacos. Yeah. They are open on Como Avenue in the old Muffaletta. True. And it's it's a place that I haven't been to very often. Right. But for 10 bucks, you can choose um, avocado toast. Mm-hmm. Then your course can be uh, tacos or fajitas. And then they have a delicious appetizer at dinner. Again, yep. avocado Nico's. toast. You so have good. me at toast. Um, one last one, Trax Burger Bar, which is like they the just opened up at the Fillmore. They're doing a lunch. So this is the kind of thing like if you are feeling like you're in the North Looper and you're downtown, you need to get out of the skyways and everything else you want to check out the tracks burger bar and they have got they've got like a couple burgers and like a drunken chicken crispy fried thing and an impossible burger but it's a 15 bucks for lunch i mean that's a kill that impossible burger is pretty good too i've had it oh yeah at their Mm -hmm. their version great Mm -hmm. all right so that's restaurant week you guys we're gonna put up the link to let you know again you don't have to make reservations but it is kind of encouraged that you call at least and see what they're looking like um and you can just pop in and go and say hey i'm looking for the restaurant week menu and Support local restaurants because everybody on here is local. That's for sure. Um, All right. So we're going to take a break. You guys, when we come back, it is the Ask Stephanie portion of the show. So feel free to give us a call and uh, ask us anything. It's 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. 651-641-1071. We would love to take your calls live on the air. So give us a call now. 651-641-1071. You know where you're personal concierge we will give you ideas about pot roast recipes we will give you places to go with your gal pals we will tell you what kind of non-stick pan you need to buy what size instant pot 651-641-1071 there was a bradley trainer put a great thing we have a weekly dish instant potters facebook group and bradley bradley trainer posted to it there a great um article about the different rices, so brown rice, wild rice, white rice, jasmine rice, and how long they take in the Instant Pot. So you can find that over on the Weekly Dish Instant Potters Facebook group. If you have an Instant Pot and you want to join us, there was also uh, another, I posted some jammy egg pictures and how long they take in the Instant Pot this week. So there's been some good action over there. 651-641-1071. Stephanie. Yes. We have some questions that have come in here. Let's do it. Um, somebody wants to know, and you I I hope you didn't cover this last week, but if anybody has a recipe or a restaurant that serves non-dairy pancakes. No, we didn't cover this last week. Um I <laughs> It's the weirdest question in the world. Uh... Okay. If you want a non-dairy pancake, you just sub out like oat milk. Right. Or some other kind of plant-based milk when you're making pancakes. Well, I would say that, uh, yeah, what goes into pancakes that is, I'm just thinking. Mix and milk and butter. Right. So we're talking flour, sugar, baking powder, salt, and either almond milk or coconut milk. Yeah. Uh, oil, you can just sub out. But if they're looking for a place, were they looking for a place to go eat them? Yes. The only place I can think of that might even have that would be Fig and Farrell. Well. Just because they do so much plant-based food. I would say that Birchwood maybe. Let's I'm just pulling up Birchwood to see if there's anything yeah. in there that is non-dairy pancakes. I can tell you if you want a recipe for a really great non-dairy pancake, it's the simple um banana pancakes. Yeah. Have you had these before, Stephanie? Uh 
Yes. Okay. They don't, so they have not worked in any way, shape, or form. They're for me. hard, but yeah. they're a two-ingredient pancake. And basically, what it is is you blend up banana and you blend it up with an two eggs, and it makes this like batter. And then you put it in your pan and you make a dairy-free and delicious gluten-free pancake. But they're tricky. But it's just pa- it's just bananas. It's mashed bananas and and egg, and you blend it all up, and it Which, makes a batter. Yeah, it doesn't really make a batter. It's, it's kind of like a like, crepey pancake, sort of. I, but they're I, good. I guess I've tried it and it has not worked, and they're it is really not good. satisfying. And it's just big. It's just mashed bananas, which to me is not lovely. I'm not happy about mashed bananas, basically. Well, but if you're like whole thirty or something, or you're trying not to eat gluten for whatever reason, I think these are actually a good sub. I've okay. made them, and they're Ooh. quite delicious. Okay, wait. No, sorry. Wait, I'm just looking at Brim. <laughs> I'm just finding more of these like uh, gluten-free and vegan things. Uh, there's Brim, which is that cute little place uh-huh. in Uptown um, that was also at the State Fair. They have, uh, well, this is, I guess, banana bread, almond butter toast, which is dairy-free, um, which would be close to pancake-ish, yeah. you know? And then um, they also have... Uh, they have, well, avocado toast is not really pancake, but they have cinnamon. Oh, that's gluten-free. Okay. But that would be close. 651-641-1071. So people are calling Hope, and then they don't want to take their call on the air. Hope, what do you or got? they can't. It's mostly about recommendations about non-dairy pancakes. Oh, um, hard Times Cafe. Oh, Hard Times, yeah, over on Riverside. And then using uh, plantains, which I think you mentioned. Yes. 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 Perfect. That is the Stephanie Meyer plantain tortilla is life-changing. Yeah. Um, we had her on to talk about her um, 20 condiments. Right. Her, her condiment ebook. Kick butt condiments. 651 641 1071. Let's see. We did have a little uh, shout out for this cute little um, cafe, this Basil and Sprout. Have you heard of this place? No. It's in St. Paul. And it's, uh, it's, it's a little Vietnamese kitchen place. And. Uh, somebody had shouted out to us. I'm just trying to find it where she said that she had the uh, stuffed chicken wings at basil sprout. And she said, Holy Hannah, what a treat. Oh, and then, where are those stuffed chicken wings at that market? Is it the, the Mung? Mung? Yeah. The Mungtown market. But she was saying, there was another person who was saying that she went there four times in seven days. So we've got some people who are advocating. Say so the place again. It's called basil and sprout. And it looks like it's in, uh, St. Paul. Oh wait, that's the wrong one. Okay. Well, I don't know. It's got basil and sprout. I don't know where that one is. Um, but uh, it, it's on Marie Avenue. Oh, okay. That's good. Um, which is in over by the South St. Paul Public Library, apparently. There you go. Okay. Grand opening. Marie Avenue, oh, South St. Paul. Wow, it's Ooh, way I'm looking down at there. the picture. Like there by the coop, which is one of my favorite places. Okay, Stephanie, I'm just going to flip my computer around and show you something. That looks really yummy. Yeah, we're doing live show prep on the air per usual. Right. Uh, we do have that. a call. Somebody who wants to talk to us. I'm so happy. Hello. Do we have him? Oh, hello. Hold on. Yeah, Hope's going to put you on, I think. Uh, the phone system here at my talk, honestly. You're being too quick for me. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> we uh, hopefully have a caller. Okay. Hi. And maybe not. Hi, so person. He had another recommendation, so I will get it. Okay. Okay. We have a question on on Facebook or on the Twitters. Headed to Mill City Museum with the fam, toddlers and teens. Where do we go for lunch afterwards? Not too spendy. Mill City Museum. 
There's a cute little place right in the Mill City Museum, which has, you know, burgers and it's stuff. It's a D'Amico place, yeah. I think. But I, of course, for me, I'm all about, like, head over to Zenbox, you know, and get, like, you know, noodles and sushi and pork buns. You know, they have, like, things like katsudon where you can have skewers. So if someone's like, I don't know how to eat this food, it's, you know, they've got all sorts of things. Okay, it's teenagers? It's toddlers and teens. Okay. The in toddler, the Mill City I was going to say burger dive, but then the toddlers threw me off because you don't want to bring your people into a oh, you dive don't want bar. to, yeah, no. And but it's the Mill City area, so it's like it's like Washington, and mm-hmm. you know what? Honestly, you guys could head over to Town Hall Brewery, which is a brew pub, but they have great burgers. They've got you know the parents you can guys can get. It's a very family friendly brew pub on Seven Corners, and that's just across the bridge from where you are. I might do Annie's Parlor. Because it you? is right over the bridge. You're in Dinkytown. You just drive over. Shakes. Well, that's a little bit over. Yeah, you have to get into Dinkytown. But still, but... yeah, that's not a bad idea to go into Dinkytown. There's a lot of stuff there. I know. Umami Fries is now open there, which is oh, just yum. a big old French fry spot. Um, and they have burgers, too. They have crazy French burgers. French Fry Emporium. Speaking of potatoes, yum. I know. All of our French fries and stuff. Um, by the way, our Facebook page, we did ask you guys to rank to give us your potato power rankings, which is your top three forms of potato in order of their superiority. Mine were hash browns, crinkle cut fries, and then chips. Those are my three like power rankings. Okay, mine over would be mashed. We're talking over like au gratin. Mine would uh, be baked potato, hash brown, daphnois. Oh, dauphinois. Yeah. Okay. Is that how you say that? Dauphinois. Mm-hmm. Creamy. We have a lot potato. of. Oh, potato soup. Bill is always right in that. Maybe I am on potato soup. Gosh. <laughs> but we have crispy fries, tots. People are saying a lot of people with scalloped potatoes. Yeah. I'm surprised not as many mashed as I was wondering. Twice baked. All things. All right.